Good morning and welcome to the Eploribus cast. Today is Monday, March 23rd, 2020, and this is Motivation Monday. One of the reasons that I do a motivation podcast in any given year and month or week is because all of us need to be motivated. But now more than ever, Americans are hurting. You know, I remember a teacher of mine telling me once, Sophia, if you break apart the word American, the last four letters spell I can. I want to remind you all today, Americans, that we can and that we will get through this. To those of you that listen from around the world, particularly our brothers and sisters in Italy and Spain and Germany and Iran, uh, in the Middle East, uh, throughout Europe, other places in the world, our thoughts are with you, Canadians. We know that you are struggling too, particularly our brothers and sisters in Italy. Uh, The death toll has been devastating. Your loss has been immense. Uh, We see you. Uh, We are you, we are with you, and we're praying for you. Here at home, this morning, the infection rate passed 35,000 Americans, and the death toll is now over 450 Americans. And every health expert that I've listened to, or every report that you can read, news report, tells us that we haven't even seen the top of this yet. We're all doing what we can to flatten the curve. We're staying in. But right now, it's voluntary in most of our states, and only about 10 of our states have mandatory lock-ins or curfews. Listen, America wasn't designed this way, and the president is right when he says this is something that we've never seen ever before, and that it's something that, frankly, we had an archaic structure for dealing with. Well, here's the thing, though. When you think about who we are as Americans and you think about our form of government, unlike in a communist country like China or a socialist country or other forms of government where they can tell their people, hey, you're done. We're shutting it down. You got to stay in or else we don't live that way here. Our great underpinnings are about liberty and freedom and individual liberty and being able to go where we want interstate commerce buy what we want, travel where we want. Our very way of life, in many ways, might be our greatest threat. When I think of the young people on the beaches in Florida, and I remember being 19 or 20, 21 years old, and particularly in college, I went to college in beautiful Southern California, so we didn't have to go to Florida. But I feel for them. I understand that they're young. I understand that they want to dance and they want to enjoy the sun and they want to have fun because that's what you do when you're in your 20s and younger. And for our teenagers, particularly my niece, Michaela, who is a senior in high school uh, and graduates in June, my heart goes out to her and all of her friends and classmates, but all of the high school seniors, the kids around here that live down the street from me that I've watched grow up, and the teens everywhere, because their graduations are now probably in peril their graduations are now probably not going to happen, at least not when they should. And it's uncertainty. And the irony for them is that they were all born around 9-11. 2001 and 2002 is when most of these seniors were born. They were born into a world of destruction and terrorism. Many American lives lost that year. 
and not understanding, of course, when they were born, but learning later when they were in kindergarten or in later grade school or in the beginnings of high school, the world that they were born into. And now this, a global pandemic, a disease, a virus that is threatening our way of life, that has changed our way of life. Millions of Americans are out of work. I know some. Some of my best friends got pink slips on Friday. Some of my friends with kids, uh, with elderly parents, single moms, single dads, wondering what will they do next. I count myself among the blessed Americans, but be clear, we've taken a very big financial hit in our house too. And I had to make the decision, do I not get the yard work done for the landscapers, the man who drives buses and is out of work and needs to put food on his table? Or instead, do I call him and say, hey, I don't have the budget to pay what we normally would do here, but I'll pay you something if you're willing to do the work and we barter. And he was happy and he not only did the work, he did it well. And from that barter that he did with me, he got three more clients before the weekend was out. And he wrote me a note and he said, Sophia, I just want to say thank you. My wife and I are humbled without your kindness and your help. We wouldn't have been able to put food on the table. And by giving you a discount to meet your budget, we were able to work with three other families and their budgets, and we made up the money for a month that we otherwise wouldn't have. Those are the kind of things that we're going to have to do with one another. We're going to have to take care of one another. We're going to have to look out for one another. We're going to have to be one another. And so this podcast on this Monday Motivation, I just wanted to get on here and remind you that we are Americans. And that the last four letters spell, I can. And to our brothers and sisters who listen all over the globe, you can too. It's all about the mindset. Your mindset matters. How you think about this is how you're going to get through it. Yes, it's real when there are no dollars to put groceries in the cupboard. It's real when the bills are due and there's no money. It's real when the loan payments and the car payments come due and you can't make them. It's real. I know. I've been there at other times in my life. I know what it's like to have to choose between the electric bill or the water bill or float the water bill and pay the gas bill. Come home from work and the electric's off or the water's off because you couldn't meet the bill at the time it was due. I've been there. Many of us have been there. And I just wanted to get on this morning and encourage you that no matter how bad this looks right now, no matter how dark it seems, it is always darkest before the dawn. This is a good time to pray. This is a good time to read. This is a good time to write in your journals or write. This is a good time to reflect on what happens after this is over. Because you see, when the storm comes, The storm always does damage. The storm always causes wreckage. The storm always causes destruction and loss of life. But after the storm is over, when we can come out again, we assess the damage, we study it, and then we rebuild. We start over. We're never the same after the storm. And God knows after this global pandemic that the world has never seen anything like before, we will have to rebuild We will have to hold hands. We will have to do this together. We're Americans. And if we're not Americans, we're humans. And we are global citizens of the world. And we take care of each other. 
and we send hugs to each other and we uh, save our pennies and put them into funds and food banks and we do what we can to help others that we don't even know because the Bible tells us that whatever you do for the least of these, you're doing it for me. So brothers and sisters, I just want to remind you that you can and you can get through this and you will get through this, but you got to keep your mind strong. You got to keep your spirit strong. You got to keep yourself in the game. And whatever happens, remember your kids are watching, uh, your family's watching, uh, your neighbors are watching. Uh, Bishop Jake said it best yesterday in his sermon. He's talking about this is really a moment for us and how we're going to show up in the world as human beings and as Christians and as people of faith, Jews, Muslims, Catholics, Hindus, whatever you are. All of our faiths teach us the same thing, to love others as we love ourselves, to put uh, the well-being of others sometimes even ahead of ourselves, to be humble, to be kind, to be caring, to be giving, to be good people, to be loving people, to be helpers in the world. I'll end with Mr. Rogers' words because I love Mr. Rogers. I don't know if I love Winnie the Pooh more or Mr. Rogers more, but I know this. Mr. Rogers always used to say that when he was a boy and he was afraid, his mother would tell him, always look for the helpers. The helpers are people that do the little things. The nurses and the doctors who are doing amazing things. The first responders, the people getting food to the elderly, the shut-in and children who depend on the meals that they are now not getting in school. The helpers are the pastors and those that are are preaching the good word and the good news and, and comforting their flock and setting up food banks like in my church at Community Church of Ashburn. Those are the helpers. Let's all be helpers. Let's all do some good. Because at this moment, I think we're learning something about humanity. And I think we're learning something about all the stuff that we put above our kids, our spouses, our elderly parents, our aunts and uncles that we never call our homes that are beautiful and opulent, but we don't even spend time in them. The beautiful bedroom that we only sleep in and we never sit and enjoy. The back patio that we rarely spend time on. We've stopped for a moment. And it's true. Even Mother Nature is responding. The fish swim again in the canals of Venice. They say from a satellite you can see Earth now and the smog has cleared that it looks more beautiful. Folks, this is a moment for us to stop and reflect on not what we've lost or not what we no longer have, but on who we are and who we want to be. I asked at the very first podcast when this all became apparent that the coronavirus was going to be devastating. I asked then and I'll ask you now, who are you going to be in this moment and who am I going to be? Because that is the question. We are Americans, and as Americans, we always believe we're invincible. No virus is going to take us down. Nothing can take away our heart, our soul, and our faith. I think of the patriots of 1776 with that great flag that I have in my office, don't tread on me. Well, virus, don't tread on America. We know that you're real. We take you seriously. We know that you're doing great damage. But if we pull together and if we stay in and if we lock it down 
and we help our neighbors and we help one another and we pray for one another and love one another and care for one another. We, uh, I got a call this morning from uh, one of my friends that owns a, a wonderful bakery. And she said, Sophia, I want to donate uh, cakes and, and cupcakes to the hospitals. I know you know everybody. Can you connect us? I did a text. I connected her to the hospital administrator here of the Innova system. And we're off to the races. You can do your part. It doesn't have to be grand. It just takes a little bit of kindness, a little bit of connectedness, and we can beat this thing together. God bless you and God keep you. God bless our brothers and sisters around the world. And God bless the United States of America. Have a good day.